Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Kimbo on the Roots with you on a Thursday afternoon. Appreciate your company. This is the run home. Thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. And we are on the road today, coming to you live from Adrian Bryan Hyundai, located at 1 Aliffs Road, St Mary's. If you're looking for a great new vehicle or a used, pop down and say g'day. Talking about being on the road, that's what the Australian cricket team are doing at the moment. They're here in Adelaide. They have a massive game tomorrow night against Afghanistan, 6.30 at the Adelaide Oval. It's going to be huge. And the coach of the Australian team, Andrew McDonald, has been good enough to join us. Andrew, thank you for your time. No problems at all. How would you say the preparation's been going so far? You've had injuries, you got off to a poor start against New Zealand, but you're still alive. Yeah, we're still alive. That's the, the nature of uh, tournament play. So we've got all ahead of ourselves, clearly trying to make up a little bit of ground from that uh, first game against New Zealand in terms of net run rate and then, unfortunately, the washout against England. So... Um, we are where we are at the moment, and we've got Afghanistan in front of us and um, a little bit of work to do, but there is still some other results alive that um, potentially just make it a, a plain win-loss game uh, to be able to make it through. But that's the key, isn't it, Andrew? Destiny is not quite in your hands. You can beat Afghanistan and still be left hanging. What, what's that sort of feeling like that you're pretty well living with a calculator in your back pocket through tomorrow night? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there'll be a few uh, equations uh, thrown around about what... Uh, we uh, need to do potentially. Um, so yeah, it's, it's one of those situations that you don't want to be in. Um, where your destiny yeah. potentially is others others' hands. But um, you know, if we can make a, a little bit of an indentation into that net run rate with a good win. Um, got to respect your opponent as well. We're going to get challenged uh, significantly with uh, obviously their their spin trio um, in, in Nabi, Majib, and, and Rashid Khan. So we're going to have our work cut out uh, first of all to win the game. If we earn the right, then to be able to push yeah. some net run rate games, uh, put a bit of pressure on England. Uh, who, who knows? We think we've worked out what you have to do to make it through to the finals. Um, in layman's terms, can you just tell us exactly what you have to do? How many runs do you have to beat Afghanistan by? Oh, well, with Sri Lanka and England going after us, they'll have the uh, obviously everything in front of them to be able to make up ground that they need to make as well. So that's probably one of the disadvantages that we are the last game. Mm. Um, but what we can do is put a bit of perceived pressure on potentially. So... Yeah, it'll have to be a pretty um, convincing win. I think some people are sort of bandied around that sort of 60-run mark if we do mm. bat first and then, and then there's an over-calculation if we were to, to bat second and, and track down a total of somewhere between 10 and 12 overs to put uh, put England behind us in the net run rate and, and make sure that they've got some of that perceived pressure on them going into that last game against Sri Lanka. And, and, and to be honest, Sri Lanka aren't... Uh, yeah, they're no easy beats either, so England yeah. are going to have their work cut out. Andrew, I know it comes with the territory. Is it getting a bit tedious regarding Aaron Finch? First, shielding questions on his form. Now his fitness. Yeah, it's it's always a bit of a journey when you know Aaron hasn't been in the form that he would like to be in. But we saw a glimpse last game, and unfortunately, uh, with that glimpse of a return to form, uh, unfortunately sustained a little bit of a hamstring injury. So we've got a bit to work through um, today in terms of who's fit and who's not for tomorrow's game. So we're just 
uh, arriving for training today. So we've got uh, Aaron Finch and, and Tim David in, in a very similar boat. Um, and then we've got some guys that we need to prepare just potentially um, with the fact that they may not come up for tomorrow's game. But that'll all play in the next three hours. Okay, Andrew, that's the physical issue with Aaron Finch, but we know as much as you can put up a bubble around your players, the noise eventually gets in. What's he like mentally with all the questions that are being asked about him? Yeah, he's going well. Um, and I know that's cliche to say that you know he's dealing and coping with it, um, but he is. Yeah. I think as a captain, you've got so many distractions around you. You've got the other 14 players in the squad plus the staff that you're working with um, in terms of what you need to implement tactically. So he's got a fair few distractions other than his own form um, to keep him occupied. So... He's preparing, he's training well. Um, as we saw last game, there, there was that glimmer of a return to form um, you know, on the back of the Sri Lankan game where he wasn't at his best, and by his own admission, he wasn't at his best in that game. Um, and that can happen in T20. It's not the, not the sort of format that you want to be searching for form in. Uh, you don't get much time to make decisions, and the game dictates what you need to do straight away. So um, within that, there can be some failure. And, and he's, he's been on that journey before. He's come out the other side, and you know, we were really positive in terms of the way that he played against Ireland. And as I said, unfortunately just that small setback again, just to, to knock him on the back foot around that injury. So you're concentrating on trying to win a World Cup, but you have your PR responsibilities as well. You're in the Rundle Mall today meeting the fans. How did that go? Because Finchie looked very relaxed there. Yeah, no, we weren't there as staff, so there was a player-only uh, meet and greet. So uh, I don't know whether he was relaxed there. I wasn't there, but uh, I'm sure they were. I'm sure that they... They like doing those types of things, the meet and greet and getting out there. And obviously, we've got a fan base that's you know, right behind us for this World Cup. And uh, we, we really appreciate that support. I don't know if you sit back and get a giggle when you listen to the public, but I'm looking at all the texts that are coming through and that have been coming through all day in terms of who they want as openers. There's, I'm, I'm having a look here. There's, there's Warner Green, there's Warner Wade, there's Warner Smith. Then there's another one saying it should be Wade and Green. What's your preference? Yeah, they're all good options. <laughs> That's the problem when you've got a strong <laughs> you've got diversity. Uh, I, I, think if, I think if you asked every batter in the top seven where they wanted to bat, they'd say open. So, um, yeah, there, there's a case for all of them. Um, clearly, we've got the, the Aaron Finch one to work through today in terms of the injury, and then uh, we'll make a decision from there. But Cameron Green, um, you know, we invested a bit of time into him pre-tournament um, around the opening slot, so he would be uh, well within his rights to, to think that that might be a spot for tomorrow if Finch wasn't to get up. Andrew, is this the World Cup that's changed whether you should bat or bowl first in T20? Oh, I think Australia lends itself to not being as toss bias. Um, you go to India and you, the UAE and those types of um, uh, countries where the due factor comes in. Um, I think it's been great, yeah. the fact that it hasn't been a toss bias World Cup. The grounds are slightly bigger. There's been a little bit of um, interest for the new ball uh, in the wickets as well, so that's made it difficult for the top orders. But uh, I think it's been fascinating to watch the other games and how it's unfolded and Everyone's alive. Every game seems to have a, have a twist to it, uh, no matter what the world rankings are. So, uh, as I said, we've got full respect for our opponents tomorrow and we've got to be on our game. Because um, as we've seen, if you're not, then, then it can be the upsets. Yeah. Andrew, we know you're really busy. We appreciate your time. Just a really quickie, no problems with Marcus Stoinis? No, no, he was, uh, he was the positive out of that. He was um, just, yeah, he just tightened up in his back, so that was more precautionary. So, um, we feel as though, yeah, he, he's fully fit. Um, no, no, need, no need concern around him. And, uh, yeah, he'll be right for tomorrow. All the very best. The match gets underway at 6.30 at Adelaide Oval. The world will be watching. Thanks for your time, Andrew. Much appreciated. Thanks very much. Andrew McDonald, Australian coach there. He's got some options. I knew we wouldn't get too much out of him, Roach, but um, I I think we could glean from that that uh, Green would come in. And if you were the Australian captain Mm -hmm. and won the toss, bearing in mind that equation that everyone's working with, that Australia wins by 60 runs, they're 
in good contention or if they're chasing, they don't want to chase more than 140 and around 13 overs. Which would you prefer? To well, go depending on... Knowing the, Adelaide Oval Yeah, depending sort of on stuff. the deck and the conditions, yep. I would bat first all, all day, every day. Yep. Okay. And you're back in your talent and then you're back in your bowlers afterwards. Yeah. See, those calculators are going to be running hot, aren't yeah, they? Well, I tell you, they say pressure makes diamonds, yep. but having to chase a score to get to a target when batting second can place a lot of pressure on you. Not that I've ever played for Australia, Roach. We need to go to a break. Uh, We're live from Adrian Bryan. Hyundai at number one, Aleph's Road, St Mary. Uh, Don't forget, the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.